0: and welcome back to Sierra Correlation. I'm Cheryl Chuvin, as always, coming to you from, yep, you guessed it, my bathroom floor. The bathroom floor, the original bathroom floor. I've tried recording in other bathrooms, but it's just not the same. You know, like, I think I need my small bathroom and my small apartment in my studio. The reason why I record in the bathroom is because it's so small and up against the street. And even though people are social distancing and still not supposed to, like, be outside, it is still hell aloud outside of my apartment like last night i think in the middle of the night there was like a garbage truck at like 3 a.m medium delusional dogs barking and people talking and screaming and yelling everyone go inside social distancing isolation self-quarantining whatever the fuck you want to call it in this corona season apocalypse go inside Don 't be outside my bedroom window, well, my bedroom, my entire apartment studio, small up against the street window, screaming, yelling, walking your dog, being loud, no, uh-uh, not, not here for it. I'm really not here for it. I really thought that you know it would be a little quieter outside of my apartment now that people aren't supposed to be outside and people are supposed to be staying home. new yorkers think they're above all rules and laws and they think they're invincible so new yorkers don't abide by any sort of rule because new yorkers think they invented big dick energy sad for them that i invented big dick energy so like sorry to burst your bubble but go inside new yorkers like i get it you have to go to the grocery store fine you need to go for a walk or a run fine you have to get somewhere and stay there fine but don't be gallivanting around outside my apartment all hours of the day and night go home stay home and please don't be outside my apartment it's very annoying and you guys are all going to get an update early on the episode i decided to stop calling the guy that i'm dating the new guy because he's just the guy the guy that i'm dating that's all that's it just one i'm just seeing one guy dating one guy so I really should stop calling him the new guy because a at this point he's not new anymore b saying new guy is like indicating that like he's the newest of the many which isn't true because I'm not like that and I don't know if I said three or c but either way my third point is that he just isn't new guy so he's just guy so the guy that I'm dating I know everyone was really curious and wondering and nervous about you know how I was referring to him um. So I want to put you all at ease because I know Corona season is stressful enough as is and everyone's anxiety is through the roof as is. So I just want to put you all at ease and let you know that I will be referring to him from now on as the guy I'm dating, the guy I'm seeing, not the new guy. So he's just the guy, just one. Like I feel like if I say new, it means that there was like an old one recently too, but like there hasn't been. So, you know, I just wanted to make sure we're all on the same page and it's all very clear that I'm just dating one guy, just one, like one. So I just wanted to clear that up for everybody because I don't want anyone's, you know, anxiety to be through the roof even more than it already is because of me. So everybody, we're on the same page, not dating the new guy, just dating the guy, a guy. So keep listening to hear all about all things that are happening in Corona season. So I need to talk about something that was brought to my attention this week. I'm going to preface it with saying all dating norms during this time have gone out the window. All rules are completely, completely gone. Stranger danger was a thing. Now it's not. Now people are like embracing strangers. Like I understand everyone's a stranger until you meet them and that's how you meet new people. They're strangers and then we get to know them they're not. I get it. I do. But dating apps are probably at an all-time high. That's A. Everyone is lonely. And as I said last week, everyone just wants a quarantine buddy. So don't corona zone people, but everyone wants to be with someone. But one of my friends showed me this new Facebook group called Corona Crush, which first of all, I'll give them props. It is a kitschy, clever, cutesy name, Corona Crush. Now, if you're not familiar with this Facebook group, let me explain to you what it is. Corona crush is when you or yourself, you or yourself, that's not English. You or a friend will put you or themselves on this group with pictures and the description of you, kind of like a dating app, but publicly for a Facebook group for everybody. So like if somebody's put on it, They could A, put themselves on it or B, a friend can put them on it. It's for obviously guys and girls. And then people can like comment on it because it's Facebook and, you know, message you. And if they think they know someone for you or they see you, whatever. It's kind of like dating apps went live and it's kind of like highly interactive and everyone's involved. I'm not sure how I feel about this dating app. I, well, I'm sorry. It's not even a dating app, this Facebook group. At first I thought it was really weird And I really was, like, not understanding. And I was added to the group just so I could see what it was and, you know, ha-ha, laugh and funny. But maybe there's something to it. These people are putting themselves out there. This is a time where, like, I guess anything goes and there'd be a stranger way to find your match. Like, I always say that, like, it's so nice to meet someone organically and just a cute, funny story or a random story. And, like, maybe this is it. Like, you never know where it's going to come from. So maybe this whoever invented this Facebook group really was onto something. I'm not fully sure still where I exactly stand on it. Not that my opinion really counts for anything and no one really gives a shit about my opinion but me. Well, I guess all of you listening kind of give a shit about my opinion because this is the 18th episode and you're still listening. But I don't know. Part of me thinks it's really weird and like if I was single and someone put me on it, I would be kind of offended and I really would be against it. But the other part of me is like, wow, amazing, good for these people for putting themselves out there, for taking chances, for taking risks, for trying something new. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about it. I don't think even if I was single, I would want it for me or I would put myself on there or want a friend to put me on there. So because I don't think it's for me per se, but for everyone is on there and it's working for them and they, hey, if someone meets someone on there and gets married and blah, 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 good for you, amazing, fantastic, and like... I don't know, more power to you and like, good for you. Again, I just don't think it's for me. That's why it's kind of hard for me to wrap my head around it because I just don't think I'd be comfortable doing that. The difference with the dating app is like, it's kind of private. Like no one else is seeing your dating app. No one else is seeing, you know, what you write about yourself or the things you answer, the pictures you put up or the people that comment on or the people who like you. Like this is really open and like really public and really out there. And I don't know. Part of that kind of weirds me out. But again, whoever it's working for, and if someone actually meets their match on this, like, that's amazing. I just think it's not for me. That's why it's hard for me to wrap my head around it. But I did think the name Corona Crush was, like, kind of cute and, like, kitschy. Um, I know some people on it. And, like, good for you. Power to you. I hope this, this is the way you find your match. And, like, I hope this works. But, again, I just don't think I'd ever want to be on it. But again, all rules are out the window. So, like, maybe this is going to become the new norm. Like, things are going to be more open and honest and out there and in your face. And, like, people are taking more risks and chances, which I guess is good. Like, I think it's always good to, like, be out there and, like, take a risk. So I don't think it would be for me in theory. But good for everyone who's on it. And I hope people find their matches. But, yeah, I don't know. Very on the fence. But hey, if you're single and you want to, you know, find another way to find your match, try Corona Crush on Facebook. You never know. It could be it. So I would like to preface this with I'm an adult. I'm an adult who pays for my own Netflix account. I know, I know. Super adulting props to me. I know. Total adult. But here's the thing. I pay for four screens. No, not one screen, not two screen, but four screens. And if you didn't know on Netflix, you have the ability to pay for one to four screens. And with each screen you have, the price goes up. And, and that means that four people can be in your account at once if you pay for four screens. Now, I have four screens because some of my family members use it. I am happy to share it. Like seriously, no problem. Use my Netflix. I'm happy to pay for it. But here's the thing. I'm paying for it, and my sister and her family have three usernames on it. Yep, you heard me, three. Now tell me how and why this makes sense, that they have three accounts, and I have one account on the account that I pay for. So if anything, I'm only watching one screen at a time. So I got four screens so, you know, other people could watch it, and, you know, we will not have to kick each other off of Netflix. But why do I have four screens, and they have three usernames. So they technically have three of the four screens. And let's be clear, I had to pay for four screens because I kept not being able to use my own Netflix when I only paid for two screens because that household always had Netflix on. One TV upstairs, one TV downstairs, one on the iPad, something they forgot about, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to bite the bullet and pay for four so I can always use it. But alas, I'm outnumbered on my own account. Seriously. On my account that I pay for, I'm outnumbered. And because of this, my little sister uses my username on my Netflix and always puts subtitles on, which I find annoying AF, so we, like, flip back and forth about, like, the Netflix, the Netflix, the subtitles being on, the subtitles being off, which is so annoying, I know. Total first world problem. And she watches the same shows as me. So not only does she put stupid subtitles on, she also loses my place on the show I'm watching. So I don't know what episode I'm on. And like come on people, if this isn't the biggest first world problem in the middle of the apocalypse, I don't know what is. This is serious issues here. I pay for Netflix. I pay for four screens. I only use one screen. And the one screen that I use, my little sister also uses because she can't use the other screens cuz they're used already, and she literally puts subtitles on. I don't know about anybody else, but subtitles drive me crazy. Sometimes I guess they're useful if like you're eating like and you can't hear over your own chewing. I don't know. Maybe that'd be useful. Or okay, if you're hard of hearing, fine, great. That's fine. But thank God I have my hearing. And subtitles on the bottom really drive me crazy. So as an adult who pays for their own Netflix, I think it's time for me to take my account back. I mean, they can obviously still use it, but I am going to make my elder sister take one of her uh accounts off so my little sister can make her own account So she stops using mine because this is a first world problem that is just annoying af and like i'm over it i pay for netflix i'm an adult i should be able to not have to deal with subtitles i should be able to not have to lose my place in my shows and i should also always use my netflix whenever the hell i want to use my netflix does anyone else feel me on this i know it's a major problem and like don't get me wrong in my family, we all share. One sister pays for Hulu, a bunch of us use it. The other sister pays for Disney Plus, a bunch of us use it. I pay for my own Amazon Prime as well because I own my Amazon Prime for like shipping as well. But we all share. We all care. It's all great and fantastic. But really, I really would like more than one account on my Netflix. You feel me? So, and yes, I know I start every single different segment was so but it's just the best transition for me so I don't know who else out there is an insomniac like me but I am I am the biggest insomniac and sleeping is hard like so hard and now it's even harder when the whole world is having one huge panic attack and I feel like I feel the world's anxiety so my insomnia is at an all-time high it's time like these that I'm really grateful for coffee and adrenaline because I really feel like I run on pure coffee and adrenaline. And obviously human interaction, but I'm not having any human interaction really these days. But yeah, my anxiety is like I feel everyone's anxiety, so it's making my insomnia even worse. So because like it's been so bad, I'm like extra, like extra exhausted. Because Without coffee and adrenaline, I don't know how else I would make it through my super exciting, thriving days of working from home in sweats. But I realized as an insomniac, I have to, like, trick myself into sleeping. Like, there's steps. Like, I have to, like, ease myself into it to, like, force myself to do it. And my usual tricks aren't even working now because, like, I super can't sleep. My insomnia is so bad. But here's what I realized. There's many steps of, like, falling to sleep as an insomniac. First, you have the pre sleep, where you just lay in bed for an hour or so. You're either on your phone watching TV and you're just chilling, you're pre sleep. Then you have your sleep, in quotation marks, because obviously you're not really sleeping. This quote, quote, sleep is where you're laying in bed without your phone for a couple of hours. So basically, you just are in bed staring at your ceiling. And staring at your ceiling, then staring at the wall, then staring at the pillow, and you're just there. Then you have half sleep, where you're maybe tossing and turning and kind of resting and kind of sleeping for an hour or two. That's your half sleep. Then you have sleep, actual sleep, no quotation marks, where you sleep for a a good hour. And then, boom, your alarm goes off, and it's time to move and start your day. Anyone else? Anyone else have this problem? anyone? No, just me. Cool. Great. Fantastic. That's great. Because that's insomnia all the time. And insomnia in the middle of Corona season, in the middle of the apocalypse, in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of this craziness, fucking sucks. It's the worst. I haven't slept in probably like four days. I look exhausted as an all time high and my insomnia is only getting worse and worse. So, if anything, corona needs to go away because I can't sleep. I'm really feeling the entire universe's anxiety. It's like I feel it, and it like sits with me, and my brain goes like a hundred miles a minute, and I can't slow down my thoughts, and I'm just awake all night, just awake, not sleeping and awake. So I don't know if anyone else listening is an insomnia insomnia I'm sorry, is an insomniac. who has insomnia? But, I don't know, maybe you don't have the same steps to falling asleep as I do. If you have any tips and tricks on how to, you know, not be an insomniac, that would be great because it's really at an all-time high. Um, Also, I should say that, like, it's crazy that it's April already because March was, like, 187 days. So the fact that it's April right now is truly mind-blowing. The first three months of 2020 were an absolute clusterfuck fuck up mess up like let's rewind let's start over like they were horrible so I'm really hoping that like things start to get better as the year goes on but I don't think it's looking that way because I think that the world is in what the world I mean the United States is in this social distancing working from home business until April 30th so at least the whole month of April is going to be fucked so I'm really hoping for like a good May but like at the same time like like, high hopes for April, like, maybe it'll get better. Hopefully, the weather will get nicer, spring is coming, and spring makes everything better. Even if you're, like, still stuck inside, the fact that the sun is shining and your windows can be open and it's nice weather, it's kind of a nice change to the clusterfuck that we're currently in. Um. So, high hopes for April, but doubtful that it's going to make a difference. So, yeah, that's just... The insomnia is probably going to continue because the world is not changing anytime soon, so the energy and the vibes aren't changing either. So I'll just be here, not sleeping, running on coffee and adrenaline, and I will only be slightly delirious, and we'll just go from there. So it's all good. It's explaining. It's explaining. Yes, you heard right. If you can hear my voice is so excited. You heard we have a theme song now an intro song to share explaining my favorite segment on this podcast. Shout out to my friend Morty Weinstein who made it for me. He's the same person who made the interludes and the zero correlation theme song super super talented really good friend of mine he's amazing he puts out such great music um you know when this all is over and you're looking for a wedding singer or someone to do a bar bat mitzvah or sing at a party or to make anything for you reach out to him because he's the best super talented so thank you morty for another amazing addition to my podcast you're basically the musical director and producer of this podcast so like you always can put that on your resume um but yeah, I'm really excited about it. Um, I felt like it needed something since share explaining is so great that it needed its own song. So thank you, Morney, for executing that. I'm bringing my vision to life. Um, this week for share explaining, and again, if you don't remember what share explaining is, share explaining is when I take a modern dating term or definition. I give you the definition of it or the scenario of it, and then I give you my definition and a scenario or a connection to it. So this week, it's not necessarily a term. I mean, it is a term. I'll just stop prefacing it and just go. The term is Jane Austening. Jane Austening is when you're basically someone's pen pal. And a guy or a girl has to go back to actual courtship, actual talking to a girl for weeks prior to meeting, actually wooing her, actually wooing him, being their pen pal for a bit. when you're doing that, you're Jane Austening when I think of Jane Austen, I think of like, someone write me a poem. I don't know if that's like accurate to Jane Austen. I mean, I know she was like, a writer and like the stories and blah, blah, blah. But I'm just kind of like, it sounds so romantic Jane Austening. Um, Maybe because Jane Austen, you know, we think of or I think of Mr. Darcy. And, you know, I think of all her little love stories and all her cute dating and this and that. I think Jane Austen or Emma as well, which is cute. If you haven't, watched it or watched the movie or yes, I know it's a book or read the book. Um but Jane Austening I think could be a little romantic and a little cute in the beginning, but also kind of annoying. Like I don't need any pen pals. I understand that you can't control that right now because of the situation that we're in and that like social distancing, you're not gonna like go and meet it with a stranger. But like I have enough friends. I don't need another friend. And how much can you really get to know someone via text? Or via a phone call. Like, I feel like you really get to know someone when you're talking to them face-to-face and hanging out with them and spending time with them. But I'm not saying that this doesn't work. Again, I just don't think it would work for me. Um, but it is kind of romantic and cute to, like, have someone courting you. That's such an old-school word, but it's really the only one that comes to mind with this. Um, yeah, but I don't know. It's kind of cute. I don't think I'd be so into it, but it's possible. Um, and if it works for you, then amazing. Um, I don't think I've ever done this. Not that I can think of that I've ever, you know, Jane Austen someone. It could be, but I don't think I've ever done it. I'm kind of more of an actions girl. Um, I kind of try to make things happen. And if I see it's not happening, then, like, fuck off. And then if it is happening, fantastic. Um, I don't know. If anyone is currently Jane Austening, let me know. Or if anyone is Jane Austen in the past, also, let me know. Um, I would love to know. But... I don't know. If it works for you, that's amazing. But I am super excited about the new Share Explaining theme song or intro or whatever it is. Um, I also am very excited that this is my 18th episode because we're almost at 20 when, again, it's a big number. Um, I cannot believe I've been doing this for 18 weeks. That really blows my mind. Part of me is like proud of myself for sticking with this for 18 weeks after I told myself that I was going to do it for so long. And I really enjoy it and I really love it. So, like, I guess props to me if you can give props to yourself. But yeah, I don't know. I really love it, so I'm proud of myself, and it's just crazy. It's also crazy that hair salons and nail salons aren't considered and aren't considered essential right now because I'm in desperate need of a haircut and a manicure. I ripped off all my gel. Any men who are listening, ripping off your gel is not good. You're not supposed to do it, and it's not recommended. But I did it anyways, and my nails are long, and I'm not a manicurist. I cannot do my own nails, so if anything, Corona needs to end for all for all the reasons that I've listed. Um, I've also gone through in an another candle, so that's another eighty hours of burning that I've gone through since we last spoke, and since the last week's podcast. So now I'm even more desperate of scented candles because I wasn't aware that I was going to need to hoard up on scented candles during the quarantine, self-isolation, self, social distancing, distancing. I feel like I swallow my words today. Sorry, guys. Social distancing apocalypse. So if anyone wants to send me scented candles, I am open to them. Um, and that's all I got for you today. So as always, thanks for listening. I'm Cheryl Chuvin. This is Zero Correlation, and I'll see you next time.